0: You are now listening to the Radius Podcast. Happy Holidays, everybody, or Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Uh, if you celebrate anything other than Christmas, you're kind of fucked on this episode, because <laughs> we're really talking... Christmas specials here, cartoon specials. And to start off, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Yeah, so um it's it's been a good uh, run. We're on our was our sixth show or seventh show? Uh, seventh. Yeah, it's our seven, seventh yeah. show. Uh, we've gotten some good feedback. We had another good contest with scary hairy vampire Larry. Um won a uh, our Brutus the Barber beefcake Hasbro. At WWF card, and uh, she also was very disappointed. I don't play with Legos.
1: I was disappointed to find that out too. Yeah, I, I, got my, my I don't know how you couldn't see it with me. Uh, well, it makes sense now. No, I'm no. waiting for my catalog; it should be coming in the mail any day now. The new one. The new Lego catalog. Yeah, I just peruse it. Um,
0: a lot of good feedback from the show. Uh, just you know, people people are following us on Instagram and just letting us know that hey, uh, you guys um, aren't the worst. Uh, the Retropile said, hey there, I found your podcast and I have to say thanks for keeping the memories alive. I haven't thought about the Sears wish book in years. I think I may add a few to my collection. It's really nice of him, some kind words. Um, I know uh, That's So Asia said that he subscribed. Uh, he was, he's a fan. Uh, yeah, we got a couple people who are um, <coughs> sending us nice feedback. It's good to know.
1: Um, my my wife pointed out the uh, swing set you posted. Yeah, she that's the one she had. That's the one she had. In fact, my father in law just ripped it down the other day. It's been sitting Ooh. at there. It's at their at her grandparents' house for. Tetanus, uh, uh, waiting this uh, waiting to happen. I only assume so. There's probably a couple fingers in that swing too. <laughs> uh, someone pointed out. I uh, sorry, I forgot who it was. Uh, that we completely forgot about the uh, the bees. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The bees that would oh, always make their hive in in the, those poles. They were attracted to I guess, because they, they were warm. They held would, heat.
1: Oh, I would assume, yeah. 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 And uh, also, my wife pointed out the uh, wax paper on the slide was the oh, go-to. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Or, like, uh, in the summer, like, uh, dish soap and water. Oh, Yeah, so really? my, my, dad, my dad was lived the, on the wild side. Um, but this week, we're talking... Well, essentially, cartoon Christmas specials from our youth. There's one a mind squeezer. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but that's <clears throat> a little stretch for a cartoon. But it 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 shared uh, airtime with cartoons. Oh, sure. Okay. And I do believe it's my turn to go first. So, mm-hmm. without further ado,
2: hey. <laughs> looks like we get to chomp the whole neighborhood this time. Uh, Let's stop talking and start chomping. I know it'll never work, but I've got to try to reason with them. Come on, hold it. You can't chomp us. We can't? Shucks. And here I thought it was still chomping season.
0: Uh, That sounded great, didn't it? Yeah. That's from uh, Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, the Pac-Man cartoon special. Uh, the Warner Archives has that clip up on YouTube. They, they posted a clean rip of it. So that's why it was so nice and crisp. You sound like a professional podcast. For once. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this, this was uh, so the uh, Pac-Man had a Hanna-Barbera-based uh, TV show that was um, on ABC. And like a lot of these Christmas specials, this one aired on primetime. That was when you aired the Christmas special, mm-hmm. primetime. And, you, you know, we'd go apeshit as kids, like, we get it, we get it, so we get to stay up and watch Christmas, things that aren't Rudolph and Frosty. The plot of this was Pac-Man and the gang helps Santa Claus get back on his feet to uh, continue his deliveries to all children around the world on Christmas Eve after a terrible crash landing while avoiding Clyde and his ghost monsters, who just wanted to chomp. Uh, Pac-Man and everybody. And, and I, I remember at the beginning of the episode, uh, Santa's like, good eh, typing on his, you know, all keyboards used to just be like neat little clusters mm-hmm. of buttons that looked kind of like a, a production switcher. Everything looked like, a, and he's like, Oh, I'm glad I have all my uh, naughty and nice list computerized. And this was in 1982. Um, but I, I didn't really re- know this like when it aired, cause I was, I was born in 82, but this would, when uh, cartoon network would do its Christmas programming, you just spit on my floor? No, I just coughed. Uh, oh, spit on my floor. It looked like you spit on my floor. We do this from my house. That's my floor. Um, yeah, I don't know if you remember the early days of Cartoon Network when they, you know, they were own, owned by Turner, and so they had all the Hanna-Barbera shit. They would, like, play the crap out of this, and I just remember as a younger kid, maybe, like, 10 or 11, just really digging, uh, or 12, you know, really digging the Christmas. It's like, Pac-Man
1: had a fucking cartoon? I, I think it goes to... Uh... I think it makes Santa look grossly incompetent at every Christmas special because they always have to bail uh, out Santa.
0: According to uh, Christmas cartoon specials, Santa is a fucking nincompoop (laughs) who needs to be helped by a round orb, an anthropomorphic uh, video game character. But, yeah, that, that's Christmas Come to Packland. I don't know if, if you guys uh, were a fan of this or if you remember. They, uh, Cartoon Network would even do their Christmas in July where they just play Christmas episodes. And since we're kids and our spirit's not broken yet, we'd get excited for that. And we watch
1: it now. If I saw Christmas shit in July, I'd murder someone. Yeah, um, because, I mean, it pretty much starts in July and it doesn't even <laughs> end. It just goes right into <laughs> it. Right. But Yeah, that's my first pick. Are uh, we ready for yours? Yeah. Blood. Are
0: you gacky? latest
2: reincarnation did not run according to plan.
0: oh uh, okay I was wondering where the Christmas part came in on that it's, it didn't have a special Christmas open
1: no, no. did it
0: air in primetime or was it just part of the
1: I honestly couldn't tell you mm. I just remember why I don't think I watched it live as a as a kid when it was released I remember seeing it in uh in reruns in particular but count duckula that's one of my favorite would you, would you say it's like the B celebrity of cartoon? Maybe even C? It was a big kid on was, Nickelodeon. I loved it. It was a Danger Mouse spinoff. Yeah, right. Um,
0: but, yeah, this was... Was that Canadian?
1: Uh, British. British. Was, yeah. Well, um, they didn't
0: have accents,
1: though. That's a good point. Yeah. But uh, and Danger And you would think for, did, for right? being a count... You sure like, it wasn't Canadian? No, it was uh, UK. Well, I'm not going to even look it up. I'll just take yeah. your word for it. If I'm wrong. It was a BBC. It had to be. N- I don't even think it was BBC now you can look it up yeah Um, but yeah this ran like in the middle of its run in 90 and it was the Christmas quacker Cosgrove
0: Hall Films British Yeah.
1: Um, this is another episode where it just points out the gross incompetence of Santa Claus okay what did he do Um, well it's not so much his fault see the um, Castle Ducula was the last stop on Santa's tour and why not uh, well, because he's been there so many times before, so he saves it for last because the chimney system is so complex that mm. he gets lost in it every year. Okay. So basically the entire episode is Santa just crawling through chimneys trying to find his way out to deliver the presents. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Count Ducula, he, uh they exchange gifts between uh, Igor and Nanny and He's just the epitome of.
0: Now, wouldn't Count duckula want? Does he only suck
1: duck, duck blood? Or? No, no, he's a vegetarian. He's a vegetarian. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. remember because the, they got the ketchup, in instead of the blood. Oh, so he yeah. became yeah. He's in the open. He's like there's a carrot that yeah. he like gets yeah, scared of. Yeah, that's right. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, well, see that's the thing because what a pussy. Igor gives him teeth, uh, for Christmas. Uh, because he wants him to be more of a vampire duck, uh, but he doesn't like him. Um, it's kind of a gift yeah. of the Magi situation. Uh, yeah, and then uh, then uh, he gets uh, nanny the uh, uh, what was it? The tremendous Terrence adventure book, and it was a comic book <coughs> for her. But then he basically bought it for himself. One oh, of those situations. Yeah. So this episode's kind of cheap because. Um, so it's the Christmas episode and right. it leads up to him having the comic book. Yeah. And then about a good third or more of the episode is them going uh like frame by frame through the comic as he's like living vicariously through it. Mm. So all they had to do is draw one still and then do a voiceover with like some little word bubbles to make it look like like they're being that. creative but they're uh. just was a
0: cop out. The cartoon equivalent of a bottle episode? Yes, (laughs) pretty much.
1: Uh, And then um, it ends with eventually Santa comes and gives him his Christmas present from Santa, and it's the tremendous Terrence Adventure book. He gets the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, And he he learns a kind of lesson. Should we explain what a bottle
0: episode is to those at home? A bottle episode comes from the original Star Trek series. Uh, when they didn't have enough money, if if they'd go over budget for a lot of episodes, and they had like a good script <clears throat> to like stay under budget, they'd have a script that would like only happen on like one set, like the USS Enterprise. And the actors would joke that it was like a ship in the bottle episode, like the nothing would happen except on the deck of the USS Enterprise. So when you see like um, like, like in uh, when guys get locked in a freezer or something, or locked in a. Or, uh, the community, they they lock themselves in the, the one room. It's they, they, they the elevator it. episode yeah. or the elevator episode. Yeah, it's a bottle episode. Uh, keep costs down, so you could go over on other episodes that you need to be. But yeah, that's what it is. But is that all? Is that all? The last word on Count
1: Ducula? Oh, we'll be back with Count Ducula later, and I can just I can dedicate whole episodes. But as far as Christmas <laughs> one goes, well, it was the first
0: th- time we talked Count Duckula.
1: I wanted, I was ready to go in the second. It was going to be on one of my cartoons already, oh. but. Uh, I was like, "Uh, it means too much to me.
0: Well, this next, my next pick is a subject we've beaten to death on this show. (laughs)
2: Live from Gotham City, the show that nobody wants to see, but everyone will watch. Welcome our host, the clown prince of crime, the Joker! (laughs) Greetings from Gotham City, and welcome to the first annual Christmas with the Joker! Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much! (laughs) Have I got a show for you tonight! It's loaded with surprises, mystery guests, and Christmas...
0: And that is the famous Mark Hamill as the Joker in the second ever episode of Batman the Animated series titled Christmas with the Joker. The second episode, the second
1: episode was episode.
0: a Christmas yes, episode. It aired in November. Um I don't know if it was it, it was a second to air because I know the first to air was that Catwoman thing that was but the first actual day was on Leather Wings on, like, a Sunday night, primetime. Mm-hmm. And then the first actual on Saturday morning was the first Catwoman episode. So I don't know where this landed in the episode, run, but it was the second episode produced. Also, it was originally voiced over by a guy your wife does not like at all, mm-hmm. Tim Curry. And um, he was too much like the voice. I think we talked about this earlier. His voice was too much like uh, he was on some pirate cartoon it was basically sounded just uh, like that. Pirates
1: was it Pirates of Blackwater? It might have been the Pirates of Darkwater. Darkwater. Yeah. Uh
0: so they brought in Mark Mark Hamill was originally in um uh Heart of Darkness uh as as Victor Freeze's boss in that episode. And then they brought him they called him up as agent was like, Hey, do you want to play the Joker? And then he brought he, they re recorded all all the lines. Um, Can you imagine that? But it was already animated, so he had to kind of record it to the beat. Um which was
1: I mean, the quintessential crazy. Joker.
0: Yeah, he is—he's Joker. Yeah, but uh, this this episode was great. It was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, Christmas Eve, obviously. Joker escapes <laughs> Arkham Asylum, um, and uh, he, he with a, a Christmas tree. He's got like turned into a rocket to blast to the roof. Then he like takes over a late night show, and um, he um, like the Joker gasses everyone in the audience. And uh, he, he, uh, Batman z- zones in on him, stops it. it, stops him from, you know, terrorizing the city. And I think he was gonna, Joker was trying to blow it up at the end of the night. I don't, I don't remember fully, but it's one to go back. If you have Amazon Prime, go back and watch it or just buy the fucking episode. It's, it's a classic. Joker's the best. And, um, um, I mean, He's, at the end of the episode, he's in a straitjacket in Arkham Asylum, but he's still laughing, singing Deck the Halls. You, know, you can't you can't take a good clown down. I don't know, were you, you were a fan of this show, the series? I,
1: wa- I didn't watch it religiously, like yeah. you did. Yeah. Uh, I do remember the Christmas special, though. Or Christmas episode. I didn't realize it was, was it supposed to uh, run as early as it did? I mean, I... I it aired November 13th, 1992. I mean, that seems early for Christmas. Like, maybe they had to push it up with their other yeah. issues, but. Um, what year was that? 92. November of 92. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, a lot of people don't necessarily love this, but it was good. It was early in the run, I believe. It wasn't a Paul Dini, but it was still it was still good nonetheless. Um, Paul Dini would go on to write uh, a comic. I can't exactly tell you which one it is off the top of my head, but it was a Batman comic. And um, uh, he winds up Joker winds up with Robin in the car and the dead family in the back. And he's kidnapping him. And Robin keeps cool and uses a matchbox car to like get out of his bindings and stop the Joker from killing anyone else. And it was really good. It was a Paul Dini book. So I'll try and find that and post it on our Instagram. But yeah, that's Batman Christmas with the Joker on to Squeezer's next pick.
1: That sounded like Ren and Stimpy to me. What's Christmas about? Well, boogers, farts, and dead fish.
0: And, uh, you get, what are you going to get me for Christmas? Log? <laughs> this
1: was, uh, wasn't per se, uh, I don't Potter know, Toastmath? Hmm? Powder. Powdered, powder postman i'll get you don't whiz on the electric fence you ever <laughs> built ever... on the electric fence my friends and i built one you ever... really oh yeah it was awesome like it didn't really do anything he Used like a 12 volt like lantern battery and it just it never worked you thought you were an electrician but you are weird kids <laughs> this is boy scout camp no that guy that was weirder i'm not allowed oh. to... all right
0: not no talking yeah. about that Okay, so what what happened with Santa, the buffoon in this one? Too? No,
1: no, this is not a very uh, Christmas episode in in the sense of uh, Santa and and the story. This is more of a almost like a Wonderful Life uh, kind of episode where uh, uh, all, all the
0: worst, most outrageous shows do a play on Wonderful Life. Yeah, uh,
1: I wouldn't say that exactly. It it, it, it took place around Christmas this was uh, uh, Son of Stimpy this ran in 93 and uh, so it starts off with Stimpy just sitting there watching TV was this written by John Kay? Uh, yes because this was second was it second season? I'm pretty sure it was his Johnny Um, Kay uh, and uh, Stimpy's watching TV and he feels something funny going on inside him (laughs) and he eventually farts Okay, of course. And it's new to him. This is the first time he's never farted before. Oh, I remember this one, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then he smells it. (laughs) And then um, Ren explains to him what it was, and then he uh, tries to recreate it. Now he can't. He can't fart again. Well, yeah. Um, So now he feels lost because he has this sense of longing for his fart, and he spends the rest of the episode trudging through the snow uh, this was cut down. Oh, uh, really? Uh, there's some, uh, the uh, him getting thrown out of the police station. There's a big issue with this. When it originally aired on MTV, and it was fine, when it re-aired on Nickelodeon, there is a portion that was removed because at one point, Ren's trying to console Stimpy, and they're standing back to back, and <coughs> Ren looks up, and his eyes light up, and he, he elbows Stimpy, and he looks up, and there's Mistletoe. And Ren kind of does this coming on the Stimpy, kind of like, hey, let's bang. And for them, they're like, well, we don't want to send this homosexual message. Um, Not the blatant violence, the mm. absolute disgusting animation. Right. Um, but, yes, that was too much for them. Yeah, that well, of course. They... <clears throat> That uh, an asexual uh, chihuahua and an asexual cat that we don't even know their gen—I don't think we even knew their genders or anything, like—but just implying that they they are this relationship that is going to well, you know, if if the the violently abusive dog and uh, the cat that you know collects his own boogers, if if they make m- m- mad love to each other that's going to influence my child just it was just absurd <laughs> do you get all that everybody <laughs> it pisses me off. it's just let it it's so innocent sure but yet people the way you just dig into things just let it fucking go um eventually uh stimpy is in his bed just basically feverish uh on his deathbed when uh stinky comes back an anthropomorphic fart <coughs> mm-hmm. and uh he introduces himself and then stimpy wants to start a new family together and he's like no he's all grown up now because he's like a th- in the couple like the time frame of a couple weeks that this happened he's right. now a a 30 some year old fart and he has a wife that he introduced him to and it's <laughs> a uh uh half decomposed fish head um <laughs> the two of them of course so then- <laughs> why wouldn't it be <laughs> um uh oh uh his fiance what was it uh my fiance Laura yeah her name is Laura oh. um and then um they get married the the episode ends with a there's a wedding and then they go on their honeymoon in Ren's Nose and that's how the episode ends Yes. so an anthropomorphic fart and a decomposing fish, fish head, head they can get married right um but if uh a cat and a dog and a dog of some kind that you know abuse each other to no end uh want to make out well that'll lead That's to madness you know, yes
0: okay well that was a lot for let's get back in the holiday spirit with in my opinion might be the greatest christmas special ever made Welcome to
2: the and to be- Wood kit.
0: Uh, okay, so hours. what we're hearing right there at the end of that long, long intro uh, to the Pee-wee's Playhouse Christmas special is it's Christmas Eve, and Pee-wee, with the help of his robot pal Conky 2000, has spent a great deal of time creating this super long Christmas list for Santa, and it was only after Miss Yvonne stops by the Playhouse that he realizes he has yet to decorate for the holidays. And uh, we just get crazy from there. All those guest stars were on that show. Uh, as a kid, this was another primetime special. This was religion. This was what Christmas was all about. You're the, giddy. The Pee Wee's Playhouse. I mean, you're talking to a guy who has a in the box Pee Wee Herman doll right over your uh, right shoulder, um, squeezer. What 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 was your take on, on Pee Wee Herman? And um,
1: I never I What's wasn't allowed. Take? I never saw this. You never did. You I weren't allowed to watch I wasn't allowed to. What was... Like, I was You get It's funny how you pick and choose what you let your kids watch. Because um, Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, all that's fine. The uh, As much violence as we want. Uh, and then there were two episodes in particular. One, uh, when Pee-Wee married his salad. Uh When he goes, oh, I love salad. Well, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it? So then they had a wedding, and he married a salad. (laughs) And then there was an episode. I don't even know what the episode was. But at one point, um, there was a close-up of a dog eating dog food that went on for about five minutes. (laughs) Now, in hindsight, it's just absolutely brilliant, and I think it's hilarious. Uh, but my mom walked in on me watching this, watching a dog eat dog food, and I want to. S- it was if you're not, this has no value whatsoever. You're not allowed to watch this. Yeah,
0: but he Pee-wee was always about the educational things. Like there was value to his show. Well, she
1: walked in at just the wrong. T- there, if you can show me value and an extreme close up of a dog eating dog food <laughs> out of a bowl. Well, that was just to get us to laugh. Well, absolutely. Yeah. But that that was enough, and from that point on. Yeah, I was not allowed to watch any Pee Wee.
0: This is where I learned about like Hanukkah and the dreidel, because um, Magic... Uh, uh, what's Magic Screen? Well, Magic Johnson was Magic Screen's cousin, and he comes over, and then they visit his Jewish neighbor, Miss Renee, and she let, lets him play the dreidel, and they do dreidel, 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 and that's when they, I learned all about that as a kid. Um, At the end of the series, you know, Santa arrives and informs Pee-wee that his list is so large there wasn't room uh, on his sleigh for any presents for kids of the rest of the world. Uh, He initially acts very selfish and conceited, and it pissed off everyone in the room. Then he decides to give up all his presents so the rest of the children on Earth and their families and friends can have a Merry Christmas. After all, Christmas is a time when we should think about others. Then he uses that extra wish from Jambi. Uh, Task for peace on earth. And everyone have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ah, Because that was a word of the day. Yeah. So, yeah, I was a Pee-wee lunatic. My parents sent me in front of that guy. That's that man-child jerked off in movie theaters <laughs> and, and, and just, like, let, let it go. He's watching it for the next hour. Yeah, that was – I love Pee-wee. This Christmas special was awesome as a kid and st- I still like it. Um did you watch it outside of Christmas? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He makes he makes uh Neponachelo and um Frankie Avalon make uh Christmas cards. And it's 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 a good episode and I don't know. I think the fans at home will agree that this belongs on the
1: on the list. Oh, I would put it there. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't I don't I have some that aren't technically cartoons. I don't think it has to be. Yeah, that's true. Well, the it's, next... <laughs> it's all about, I mean, it's, as far as I'm concerned, Pee Wee is a cartoon. Yeah, right. It's just a live action. Mm-hmm. Your next one, though, is probably a lot more popular. <laughs> and let's get on. Gimme, 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 gimme. Uh, just when you think
2: all your presents are a for, That's the time you gotta ask for more. Christmas is my favorite time. Come on, give me, 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 give
1: me, give me, give give me, 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 uh, yeah, he was Peter, and what do we say? The first two seasons of Ghostbusters before yeah, Dave, Dave Coulier? Dave Coulier because uh, I guess they wanted someone that sounded more like Bill Murray. Which, right. if you kind of closed your eyes, you'd think, "Wow, there's Bill Murray singing a Christmas song." With Garfield,
0: or that weird guy who did the Beaver. Now is from Full House. Is now playing Bill Murray, but. That's neither here nor there. So, what? Tell me about this guy. I never. I, I don't really don't, know this. You Garfield. don't remember the
1: Garf? Not you remember the cartoon in general? Yeah, yeah. Because normal and uh, Bodie and all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I mean, I like the the cartoon was better than the comic strip. So I like the fruit the snacks. Uh, oh, those were fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. So this was uh this was a again prime time special, and it mm-hmm. re, it aired in '87, and this was one of those that they put out every year. Uh, CBS yeah, right. put out there. Um, but this one, uh, they all go on a road trip to, uh, uh, John's parents' house and it's John, Doc boy, and they just act like ridiculous children, like almost to the point that you want to just choke them. Uh, they like put the pajamas mm-hmm. and they act like they're five years old, make dad read to them. It's funny just watching dad cause he's just irritated as piss too. Okay. And, uh. And there's grandma there, and there's that whole sub story where she's kind of just miserable, kind of Garfieldish. Makes sense. Yeah, then she just warms up because uh, at the end, the big heartwarming moment is when Garfield finds uh, uh, the letters, her the love letters that her dead husband uh, uh, wrote her. In the barn, and he takes him to her, and then Garfield sits in her lap, and the two of them just kind of enjoy each other's company in the warmth of uh, the fire at Christmas. It's very sweet and uh, heartwarming. Oh, and then Odie also built a uh, Garfield a back scratcher out of a hand trowel and a couple sticks. <laughs> so he's an animal after your own heart. You know what? I liked Odie for a reason.
0: <laughs> when it always got shit on, but was always. Mm-hmm. Industrious. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he would do anything for everyone else, and uh, then people would shit on him and just... <clears throat> I'm more
0: of a Garfield myself. Except I'm not a big lasagna fan.
1: What? Yeah, too much. Too heavy. How can... Yeah, no, I'm not a good person. <laughs> I didn't say you're not a good person. Well, I mean no. you're not a. it's not that you're not a good person because you don't like lasagna. You're not a good person for all the other things. You know. <laughs> right, oh, right, right.
0: Well, this is a popular one, so I, I But know. you don't
1: remember watching it?
0: Uh not really, no. I mean when now that you say some of those things they kinda of pop in my head. Uh, but...
1: Honestly I forgot about it. Right. It wasn't until I was going back and uh yeah, actually watching it, I'm like I almost like I didn't have any idea. I'm like Garfield Christmas, and when I was watching it, like everything immediately started coming back. Yeah. Okay. Well, you um, when
0: you said like the cuddling up to Grandma and mm-hmm. that shit, yeah, that kind of that kind of falls back into uh, into my my mind grapes. And uh, is that so your final word on Garfield?
1: Yeah. Let's move on.
0: Let's move on to Saturday morning, December 23rd,
2: 1995. <laughs> oh! Oof. What's this here you're cooking? It's called food, Gambit. Normal Christmas food. Disney a little Gambit magic. Little cayenne, little time. If you want to keep that hand, stay away. <laughs> Gambit's just trying to help. The day that I need your help in the kitchen is the day that I stop cooking! You still know nothing about cooking no Christmas dinner. What do you mean not eating? Gambit has spent days on this meal. My oyster loaf. My dough glacé. We could warm it up tomorrow. Warm it up? You do not warm up such a meal. Gambit does not make TV
0: dinners. <laughs> I thought Gene uh, Grey was going to turn into the Dark Phoenix there for a minute. But <laughs> no, uh, he was fucking with her and her, her Christmas. Uh, this I... was the X-Men, uh, have yourself a Morlock little x Miss. not Christmas. Mm-mm. And do you remember this one? I love uh, the Morlock episodes. Vaguely. It was Uh, after, Morlocks have already been on the show a few times, mm -hmm. uh, Storm took away um, (coughs) uh, Callisto's title as the leader of the Morlocks, and she was the leader. Um, So
1: is this like season three, or? uh, I think
0: it was season four. Four? Yeah, this was later. And so all the X-Men prepare for a festive Christmas. It starts off with Jubilees decorating the tree, because she's a foster child, and she's Thrilled to have a family, and Wolverine's all pissy. I'd rather not. Um, So uh, Jubilee Storm and uh, grouchy humbug Wolverine go last-minute shopping in Manhattan, only to be caught in a life-or-death crisis involving Leech, the littlest Morlock. Uh, Leech needs a blood transfusion. But uh, Wolverine finally steps up and gives his blood, and Leech gets better. Um, And it's a heartwarming story. And there's no villains in this one. Usually the Morlock episodes didn't have... Uh, villains and uh, yeah like I said Storm agrees at the end to give Callisto her title back as the Morlocks official leader and uh, Gambit uh, wants to make a dinner
1: that's pretty bad I think (coughs) Gambit just made the series he did as far as I'm concerned he became a very popular Mm
0: -hmm. character after the cartoon I loved Gambit as a kid I I wanted Gambit Gambit was my favorite X-Men after the cartoon and uh, because he was such a playboy and he got that rogue was just such a piece of ass Mm -hmm. remember the old uh marvel bikini books that would they would sell in the back of the comic books and rogue was always looking slamming in a bikini (laughs) drawing um but yeah x-men animated series this is the billionth time we've talked about it and we're going to talk about it again and again and again but it was a brilliant brilliant series and uh yeah so it's christmas squeeze what do you got next Oh What in
1: the hell is this? Can you name, can you name that musical group? They were huge in the 80s and through the 90s. Not so much now, but they were as big as it could get. Commodores. Nope. OJs. Nope. California Raisins. Bingo. <laughs> this is my third choice. This is uh the California Raisins were the uh they were part of the claymation Christmas celebration. I don't even know what this is. You don't remember this? I don't. Oh man, this was one of my favorite. This actually aired with Garfield. So if you didn't watch Garfield, you didn't oh, you didn't watch oh, this? Yeah. They packaged these <coughs> two together. Um, Will Vinton, who is a, a claymation specialist, he was around forever, did everything, and did the California raisins spots and stuff. And also, eventually, after this, went on to make. Uh, just another one of the great shows that Fox fucked up and uh, sent to uh, uh, quality oblivion was the PJs. This guy created the PJs. Oh. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, that was a good... I love that show. Was that Eddie Murphy? It was Eddie Murphy, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if he created... He did the animation for it. Um, oh, yeah, my this... God. He was the claymation director
0: for Return to Oz, which, in my
1: opinion, is the scariest movie ever made. <laughs> Oh yeah, that fucked with me. That and uh, the Alice in Wonderland, the live action part with the dragon in the mirror, uh, those two yeah. things. Oh yeah, he that did just that. Fucked yeah. with my head. Oh, he did Adventures do that. Adventures in Wonderland. Wait, really? Caterpillar stories. I don't know if that was. Oh what no, you're no, no about, this isn't what I'm talking about. But that, well, any that fucked up my head. But uh, no, this was like a uh, I wouldn't say a clip a uh, vignette show. So they had a bunch <laughs> of different uh, songs that they would vignettes. do vignettes. What did I say? The Jeanettes. I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you're adorable. <laughs> now you're not talking to me? I, I can't talk about this. I know they sang, heard it through the grapevine. I didn't know they had other Christmas yeah. Oh, hits. no,
1: they had a couple uh, They had a couple specials, but then they were part of this uh, big holiday special. So they, they did like a, there was a, it wasn't just all California raisins. Like there was a they did like We Three Kings and it was like a do up version with camels. Oh. That uh, was that else? was one of the viginettes.
0: <laughs>
1: Fuck off. <laughs> um That's never gonna No, we're gonna bring fucked. that back. Call back. All right. Remember uh, you know, Carol the Bells? I'm just gonna keep plowing through it and <laughs> then each one you can just
0: I don't know that one. Was that hmm. a good
1: visionet on her? <laughs> Um, no, that was probably my favorite one out of all of them, where it's all the anthropomorphized bells playing themselves, okay. like a Quasimodo director, and then the one bell is a, fl- the retarded one. Am I allowed to say that? Sure. I say it with well, love. Well, you're allowed to say it in the rad right years, so let's just continue. That's true. Yeah. Oh. We can go back, there's a lot of things we can... <laughs> we're in a time machine right now, that Sweet. word was, was fair game. All right, so the one retarded bell... Retarded bell. Okay, we'll call it the retarded bell. Uh, there's a fly buzzing around his head. And he's tracing it the whole time with his eyes, and eventually he tries to kill the fly with the mallet, and he oh. hits himself in the head, and it's out of tune with the rest of the song.
0: I know the parody they did of this, uh, the California, now that you say this, the Simpsons on uh, Tis the 15th season, the Christmas episode in yeah. 2003, mm-hmm. they were uh, clicking through Christmas specials. and it was uh, Christmas with the California Prunes.
1: Yeah, that was it. There was a parody, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, th- they were, they were, uh, and then they did, yeah, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Um, and then there was also "Angels We Have Heard on High," where they did a uh, walruses figure skating with penguins. <laughs> of course, which really kind of pissed me off because if you know your, you know, your walruses, wi- your walruses, and your penguins, <clears throat> walruses they ate them, right? Well, no, 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 never. What, what do walruses eat of, with those big teeth? Uh, those I know they found some seal meat, but I think there were a lot of them were also like they're omnivore, so they would eat whatever they could find. Mm. Um, but no, uh, in nature, a walrus Fish, never probably. ate a probably. Yeah, a walrus never ate a penguin because it's they don't live anywhere near each other. Walruses are up north, throw out like Greenland and Canada and Alaska mm. up north, and yeah. penguins exist along the South Pole and South Africa and mm. Australia. Yeah, penguins yeah, in Madagascar. No, yeah, there's no penguins up north. They completely different ends of you the. You really fucked this up, yeah, Vic. Will well Benton or whatever his name is. Well he also fucked up too because the host Rex who was a T Rex. Um, are these the ones they said are like a
0: ripoff of Siskel and Ebert? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: They were they were the hosts of the show and then Herb who was a how do you Styrocosaurus? It's uh, the the Triceratops with the fancy frills.
0: Styrocosaurus. You know? Styrocosaurus. Styrocosaurus. Yeah.
1: Well I mean they're ten million years apart from each other so I don't know how they're hosting a show together either. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know shit about that, but if you do at home, I hope you it's enjoy worth, this. It's worth checking out. My next one is something we've also talked about a lot here, so let's have it in. Smash them, bust them, break them. That's what I want to see. Broken toys. I hate Christmas. I hate
2: Ice bombs are loaded on the sleigh, Koopa Claus. Good, Randolph, your red-nosed triclide. I'm off to the North Pole to drop those bombs on Santa's workshop. I'll freeze the North Pole, and everyone will have a very unmerry Christmas.
0: Koopa Claus. This was from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. So the episode started off, and I remember this because my brother and sister would say this to me a lot. Um, it started off with a little runaway boy named Ryan. And Mario and Luigi are sitting on the couch, Captain Lou and Danny Wells, and he comes walking with this big suitcase and like, what are you doing with that suitcase? And he's like, "Uh, would you believe I'm selling Tupperware? And they're like, Ryan. They just keep saying, Ryan. (laughs) And then it goes into the Koopa Claus episode. And um, yeah, uh, the Koopa Claus is... Koopa kidnaps Santa Claus, obviously, in order to ruin Christmas because he hates it. And Princess Toadstool is angry at Toad for seemingly caring about his snowboard more than wanting to <laughs> save Santa. Uh, and it features the song Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Um, and then I guess the little runaway Ryan, uh, he plans to stay with the Mario Brothers uh, and they recall a time in their youth when Mario also ran away from home. Little Mario, Yeah. You know. So that was the Koopa Claus episode. Do you remember this? I do Yeah.
1: Vague, vaguely. I, I don't remember. I remember the animated part. I don't remember a little Ryan. Ryan. I don't remember uh, little Ryan. I don't remember that.
0: I might be able to find it probably. Um, if you want to hear it. Yeah. Just see how like, cause those anime those, those live action sequ- sequences were almost better
1: as a kid than. Um, I love those. I don't know why. It was like it was like a leftover set from Saturday Night Live that they shot him on right, like that basement mm-hmm it was like, um um
0: it was like uh, keep it, keep it down for now. It was like yep. uh, what the hell,
1: the Waynes World set, and <laughs> they
0: kind of they kind of repurposed for
1: um but again, one where Santa's the victim, well,
0: yeah, because Santa is a complete buffoon, and he can't do anything right. And we are getting... Sorry, I'm fast-forwarding through. We've heard the intro to the song a million times. All right, bring it on up. What a so fight. Mario what and Luigi a... try, look are look watching the SP- boxing boom, bang, fight. comes little Ryan up hey, behind him with his that's suitcase. That's Mario. That's fast. That's poetry in motion. Boom, bang.
2: Hey, Ryan. What are you doing here? And what's with the suitcase? I'm selling pots and pans door to door. Ryan.
1: There's a laugh track?
2: Encyclopedias. Ryan. (laughs) Would you believe Tupperware? Really? Ryan. Okay, I admit it. I'm lying like a dog. (laughs) I'm running away from home. Boy, I didn't think I'd crack that easy. Why are you running away from
1: home? Ryan. So what did what great works did little Ryan go on to Uh
0: I can tell you his name is played by Brian Bonsal and he was young Andy on Family Ties. Really? Yeah. Uh then he was the son of Worf on Next Generation. Oh shit. Yeah. So um <clears throat> a very in, yellow shirt. In March of 2007, he was arrested on charges of assaulting his girlfriend. Uh, so that he had a bad 2007. In 2009, he was arrested for third-degree assault and failure to appear in connection with 2007 assaulting his girlfriend. Ooh, this is getting worse. Uh, in 2010, he was Jesus. arrested and charged with using marijuana in violation of the terms of his release. In 2015, he plays guitar and he sings in two bands, Low Job and Boot Jackson Bonds. Now he's apparently in 2016 touring with the band the Ataris.
1: So he's overdue. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh my goodness! Maybe we shouldn't have looked that up. We shouldn't have. that really just ruined Christmas for everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should have let the little fucker run away from right. home. Because
0: <laughs> uh, beating women.
1: I ran away from home, so I'm going to go down into this basement apartment with these two old guys with two creepy old Italians, mustaches right. and, and coveralls with nothing but pipe wrenches and mush magic mushrooms. Plenty of little pipes for him to, them to stuff him down. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could have been Toad's backstory.
0: Oh, little yeah. Ryan
1: could have, you know, something could have happened and he turns
0: into Toad. Right. Too many mu- magic mushrooms. Yeah. He starts taking on the properties of a mushroom himself. Uh, that's some fucked up shit, but that was the Super Brothers Brothers. I'm gonna show.
1: go back and watch that whole episode now You yeah
0: see, see what turns out of little Ryan's life. All right. So
1: they did an awful job of pointing him in the right direction.
0: Oh yeah, Mario and Luigi failed. Did, did
1: they ever <laughs> ask why he was running away from home?
0: Yeah, yeah, they get into okay, it. and then they tell a story how Mario ran away from home. We could play the whole episode on no, here we don't have that, do but we're not no. gonna do that. We're not we're gonna go to your next one. This one hopefully has more upbeat message. <laughs>
2: Old friends, new friends, home with the family, we'll be together at Christmas. Snowflakes, rainbows, bells, bringing back memories, we'll be together at Christmas. something changed with that.
0: And that just ends. Oh. I was bang- I was trying to look up Christmas Toy because I didn't know what the hell it was.
1: Oh, this is Christmas Toy. You don't remember this? No, never I, saw I never saw this. This is a Jim Henson uh, production. L- L- See, L- L- here's what happened. Um, oh, Kermit's in it? Yeah, uh, he's like the host. In oh. fact, I think they even edit him out in part of it. So here's what happened. In 1997, uh, from... This says 1986. No, no. In 1997, from heaven, Jim Henson saw a Toy Story. So, he went back in time as a ghost and told himself, you are going to make a Christmas special where the toys come alive when people aren't around and have their own little uh, magical world. And then at Christmas, the one toy gets jealous of the new toy that happens to be a new space toy that isn't aware that it's a toy. And then... So now it, the reasons Disney bought Jim Henson are starting to come. Probably just to keep themselves from getting sued after all these Eventually, years. right. Um, yeah, this, I mean, this thing, this was Toy Story. Oh. Um, I loved this. I don't this know. This was, this was origin. this was, uh, like, it's supposed to be a one-off, <coughs> and then they made a, they ended a show, up making show, Secret Lives of Toys. Yeah. Um, Spin-off. So it was uh, Rugby the Tiger, who was, like, the star of it. Uh, there was Mew, who was a catnip toy. Mm. Uh Apple the doll uh Meteora was the um she mediocre uh, she was kind of hot for uh, being a queen of space or whatever the hell she came from, and then Ditz the clown who i uh, see if you get if you were seen by people, you would freeze and you'd be frozen forever oh so yeah, so that. and Ditz got caught and was frozen, so basically you're dead. <laughs>
0: Meteora. I'm looking at a yeah. picture. Yeah, it's pretty hot. She had nice a nice rack on it. Yeah.
1: Her. Um was she the enemy? She uh, for, like an for enemy. for a brief second she got into a fight with some of the chess pieces. Oh, here's a picture comparing and, her and uh Buzz Lightyear. hmm Yeah, you're gonna find a lot of those. And uh, the tiger was apparently Woody. Uh roughly. Roughly. Yeah. Uh like Woody wasn't as uh childish. Like he uh Rugby spent a bulk of the time trying to get back in the box because he thought that as being the Christmas toy, he was a Christmas toy last year, so he thought each year he would be opened up and be there. What a dumb for, bastard. Yeah, dumb bastard. Well, that's the thing. Apple, the doll, who is friends with Rugby, she was a Christmas toy the year before. So there's this whole lesson about how uh, we got to... Uh, I'm pointing at the cart, not my mic. Oh. I'm saying keep the cart
0: down. So I'm going to start is down. the theme song. You
1: didn't have to. It's down. So oh, I don't I...
0: know. Don't put it up.
1: <laughs> oh. What I are you just, playing? I, I wanna,
0: I'm going to start it because oh. it's got that intro on it. You know what you yelled at me for last week? The yeah. One with that? I didn't do it yet. Well, you... I'm just getting it going.
1: Hmm. What are we doing now? <laughs> We're wrapping it up. Okay. What? Oh, our theme song! Yeah. I thought you meant theme song to this no, shit. No, our oh, no, our theme song. Oh no, I already played that. Yeah.
0: So, out of all these, what was your your favorite of yours?
1: Uh, probably it's not even on the list. <laughs> Which okay. uh, the Muppet Christmas, where they go to Fozzie's mom's house.
0: Okay, so that didn't make the list. But no,
1: because I'm going That's gonna be down the road.
0: All right. Well, my favorite. Well, can you guess what my favorite of this um, was? Um,
1: is it Pee Wee? <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, and my favorite off your list is none of them because I haven't seen any of them well, now
1: we got now we're having to spend Christmas together we'll right. just watch tell your um, wife
0: and child that I have
1: to watch yes which actually researching for this was fun it was easy because yeah, you had your daughter just, there? yeah I would just uh. plop her down and be an awful parent and just let her stare at the screen which she loved the the Muppet stuff so now you could pot us up we got the theme song what no, are we I talking got-
0: about? Next week, after the new year, when all this Christmas shit is over, Squeezer.
1: Uh, I believe we're going to talk about cereal. Breakfast cereal. You're going to talk
0: about it. Yeah, you didn't eat cereal. I'm along for the ride. You ate cold pizza and and as a six-year-old Squeezer cooked your own five-course breakfast. Yeah.
1: Well, for all the hate that you got for the Legos, this is what I'll get for the cereal.
0: Well, we wish you all a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, a safe new year. I mean, what else can we wish him? And this, the next episode will probably be out before the new year, but it'll be... I'm trying to look at a calendar in my head. It'll be Thursday. That's the 29th.
1: Okay. So, so we'll
0: say happy new year next time. Happy new year next time. So fuck you and your happy new years. My thing went to sleep. We oh, don't okay. want you to have a happy new year. <clears throat> no, we do. We kid. We want you to have a great holiday. And really, whether you're with your kids opening their presents, <clears throat> or you're just opening the presents you bought for yourself try and remember how awesome it was during the rad years of your life opening up those fucking awesome presents that you circled in your wish book months prior but uh, that's it for uh, the rad years podcast I'm R.K. Squeezer Uh, have a good one